Welcome to the Fat AZ Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined to my right, I have Vance, who is very much interested in what the screen in front of me is uh, producing because we are on the new hosting software. His eyes are wide. It is not what I've been used to for the last two and a half years. Yeah. He is sitting in front of good old Ranger. There he is. Kind of unchanged since I hung him there however many months ago. Is, is that a pike or a, or a muskie? I'll be honest. I don't think there's a way of telling. I, there's enough bondo around its head to... It's it's ugly, though. Yeah, I'm going to say it was a 40-incher at one point. I'm Maybe. I think by that head. I don't know. But, hey, I don't want to leave out Todd. He's on the phone. Yes, I'm here. Hi, Todd. Hi. We are here. We are here. Hopefully everything is recording according to this. It is recording, and we're going to find out, so... All right. As you guys are well aware, as of November 1, the podcast will no longer be where it has been with the Opinion hosting site. Now, I think I changed everything over. I will know more tonight, tomorrow, the next day if I did everything correct. So we are going at this blind. So bear with us. This is recorded. It's archived. If we run into issues, we're going to get it back up and running. We've had a lot of outreaching saying, take your time, get this done. By the way, I need more shows. <laughs> uh, so with that, we are going to uh, just kind of keep going with this. So Fat AZ Muskie Products, big sponsor, you know, because it's kind of the name of the show. And uh, with that, we have jerk baits, soft plastic swim baits, glide baits, Rod Holders, Project X. Um, I'm recording this show. This might not be a timely thing, but I recorded this show probably a half hour after I put up the blemished Rod Holder post, So, and I've already had some sales. Nice. So more or less what we got going on right now is I have a limited number of blemished Rod Holders. They have scratches mostly on the uprights. They are 100% functional. Nothing really wrong with them other than cosmetic, hence cosmetic blemishes. Yeah. So we are selling them at $10 off regular price. If you buy four or more, you get free shipping. And uh, I'll extend that to even regular rod holders. So if in the next week or so, uh, get in touch with us. It is, what is it? What's the day? Is it the 23rd? 23rd, yeah. October 23rd. So uh, this is not going to age well, but it's it's going <coughs> to be for those who listen very quickly. Um, they still work perfect. They do. They just got a scratch on them from old Butterfingers over here. Uh, it's not for me. You it's it's how the stock comes in sometimes. <laughs> Enough fork trucks dragging stuff in and out of warehouses, and we receive it pre-damaged. So, anyways, with that, um, I'm going to let Todd do a little bit of talking right now. We're going to go with Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, I suspect. Well, that and there's some other things you can talk about, yeah. too. Yeah, we'll go with Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Check us out. Our season's winding down. This is getting recorded at the end of October. Uh, Vance and I are going to fish in November. I got a few days booked. Weather has been great to this point. Uh, I don't know what's coming. I think it's going to come in like a uh, a banshee here right now. So uh, we're still getting fish. We're fishing every day, uh, catching muskies every day. Get a hold of us. Lots of time left. Uh, like I said, we've had a very mild fall here. October's been more like September. So I think we still have a lot left in the tank here with uh, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. The lake does. I don't know how much more I have left in the tank, but <laughs> we're winding down. Get a hold of us. Uh, we're going to still be out there. Uh, lots of fish hitting the net. I'm whooped, and this is like, you know, go hard time because you're on the water all these days, you know, starting but, right but after you, Memorial Day. But the difference is you guys have been, what's the saying again? Banging fish, baby. There we go. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, yeah. we're all day, but this comes, you know, the bad weather comes in, and you're already out there for you know, hundreds of days doing these guide trips. And then you get like, this is like, you know, the light before, before the end of the tunnel, you know, it's just like, 
here's the end, but we're going to crush you with, you know, 40 mile an hour wind gusts for a month straight. And you just got to keep going. Yeah, it was tough. That was I, t- tonight coming off the water. I mean, they were, I trolled my way back to the dock. And, uh, you know, the whole time I was just staring. Uh, there were some really big waves for Chautauqua. Today. They were huge. About <clears throat> as big as I've seen on a steady basis. Like, I thought they were going to, you know, the boat just slips out. Like, you look like, oh, that one's going to come right in the back. But the boat just bumps forward. Of course, now we were trolling anywhere between, like, three and about six. I was basically doing it because I didn't want to run through the... <laughs> I was just trying to stay ahead of the big rain that was coming. The guys were ready to go today, and they already got four fish. So, you know, we got four casting in the morning. And, uh, yeah, it, it, but it was, yeah, it was a little bit rough coming in. <laughs> it was my boat, yeah. put on the trailer. <laughs> My boat was getting lifted up and just like crashing into these waves like no other. It was yeah. the, the whole, all I saw was like white walls, you know, boom, around the entire, enti- the entire boat. It was crazy. I swear there were le- legitimate four foot waves out there at some, some of the troughs I went in. They, they, they and, were. I, I, had a, uh, I, had a, I had a boss shut out that I kept looking back at the back corner of the rod. I was trying to run one deep because I, you know, sometimes it gets windy like that. That's where I seem to be able to pick up a fish. And, uh, you know, you're only in 14 feet of water. I had it out to where I thought was the bottom, and I would go up, and I would go down, and I could watch that rod like, bam, bam, bam. That thing was banging bottom. <laughs> was it banging I, fish? It wasn't banging fish. It was just banging bottom. But the thing was... <laughs> banging <laughs> the bottom, mean, baby. <laughs> in 14 feet, and you're in three or four foot waves, and you're trying to run one down 10 or 12. Guess what? It's hitting bottom, and it's not. Then it's hitting bottom. I had to crank some line in, but yeah, it was a little like a nice St. Clair day, you know, when the wind's blowing like crazy. And Yeah, I figured you weren't going to turn around uh, to go into those waves. No, no, I said we're trolling our way back. I'm not turning around going into it. Yeah. It's just wild, put, wild how it. Vance at the end, he's like, you okay, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah said, we're, we're off the wall. said, are you alive? I was the only last boat in the parking lot. That was nuts. I saw somebody launch the boat today. It was so bad. And they ha- they launched the boat. They had it tied up to the dock. And they were like, yeah, we're not doing this. This is nuts. I'm not going out there today. I was like, man, the hard part's over. I was like, you, you got it launched, you know? Just go. Did they have a crew? And chest waders and hooks and 17 ropes there was only two of them a team of horses there was only two of them and i was impressed but they were holding ropes and stuff definitely it was it was big wind coming into the launch were they just like we're gonna go pleasure boating today like it'll be fun or were they fishing they wanted they were gonna jig for some walleyes well you wouldn't have to move the rod at all just put it in a holder yeah honestly (laughs) that's why there was no left off the water that was not a good day to jig for walleye but yeah it was it's fun fall came in today definitely but uh yeah get a hold of us we got a couple weeks left here love to get you out that's the muddy creek sponsorship right there how come you got like six minutes and i got like 60 seconds (laughs) (laughs) all the fish came on raptors today Banging fish, baby. Damn right. Four for five. Raptors have been hot. I don't know. It's probably three three dozen fish between Vance and I in the last couple week and a half. Plus, we've been doing a lot of trolling too. We've been catching them that way too. It's just that's what we that's what we got to do. Get everybody's fish. Muddy Creek fishing guides all day. All day, huh? All day. (laughs) What about the nighttime? All day. Yeah. we <laughs> All day. All day. Todd, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Well, we could talk about our other sponsor, Boss Shad. Uh, Boss Shad's been making baits for quite a while here. He's been a good sponsor for us for the last year. And uh, you can get a hold of Boss Shad if you want to place an order. You can get a hold of Boss Shad through his personal page or, you know, personal messages him on either Boss Shad or 
Paul Frasurio on Facebook. Uh, you can also get a hold of him through his email, bossshad1, there's three S's there, bossshad1 at gmail.com. He can take an order. He's going to take a few orders. He's going to see how this works out, and uh, he'll get you your baits. Now i got a question for you, Todd. Is yeah. that bossshad1 at gmail, is that O-N-E or the number one? It's the number one. Okay. Boss Shad 1. Three S's. And it's not Boss Shad it. 2. <laughs> it's Boss 1. Boss Shad 1 at gmail.com. He'll take your order there. And that's going to be the best way to get a hold of him. He's also going to post some stuff up on Facebook. I know he just did a run of them the other day, a couple dozen baits. And they were gone in a few minutes. So keep an eye out there for something. You might see something you like. If not, he will take your order by getting hold of him one of those two ways. Perfect. You guys catch any fish recently? Yeah. <laughs> Vance is like, I don't know what he was doing, but just yeah. woke him up. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't, we didn't get one of Boss Shad today uh, because we didn't really, I just sort of wakeboarded back to the ramp. We cast it all day. But uh, got one yesterday on a Boss Shad. Boss Shad and the X. That's been a great combo for me here the last couple of weeks. A whole bunch of fish came on Boss Shads and the Project X. Yeah, that's... Um... I had a brand new one out yesterday. I hadn't run it yet. It's one from one I've had sitting in the box waiting. So it's been on deck this whole time. And it's been it... on deck all season. Yeah, I only fished like a hundred and some days. <laughs> and it... it... It might be the one with the magic wood. It could be the magic tape. Could be. Yeah. Time will tell. There you go. Brand new. St. Croix rods. That's right. Best on earth. Tell me more. Any species. Check them out. I want Stingray. They got it. Okay, they got (laughs) Legend Tournament Stingray? Yeah, they, they decided to make it after the whole Steve Irwin thing. Oh. Yeah. Good day. If you order, it, might say, it might say stingray with like a black sharpie, but you can get a stingray rod. <laughs> it's got to go through Todd first. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it'll be the stingray edition. Yeah, you can get them on that made for stingray. It's <laughs> well, made for guide. Mine's got to be able to pull in a Corvette. Could happen. Uh, that I, was I really corny. Yeah, I don't have But I, I yeah. had to. I don't, I'm not following. I'm just going to ignore that and say they help us out at Muddy Creek. They got a great warranty. Check them out. You know, mostly made in the U.S. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I saw. I saw some bad. I saw someone complaining a bit here one time when I was looking through the computer for something, and uh, which I don't do that often. But <clears throat> I saw somebody saying, "Oh, Saint Croix, something this and that. They wouldn't do this." And I, I don't know what they're talking about. I mean. I Everybody know. that I know that's had an issue, make a phone call, send a message, that they've gotten back to them instantly. Yeah, know, I've so. heard that too. That's just mm. the one. Yeah, but, they, have yeah. A great, they have a great customer service, in, in my oh, opinion, and I've had some real shitty customer service. And <laughs> let me tell you what, <laughs> if you don't. guys want to know what bad customer service is, pull Vance aside and mm. pull up a chair. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't had any issue. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to have to send, you know, you have to send the rod back, and you know, there's some money involved in shipping. They're not going to do that for you, but uh, yeah, yeah, I've had no issue, and n- neither has anybody that I've ever. And we've been using these things for many, many, many years, you know, and using them hard too. Mm. It's not weekend warrior stuff. Yeah. So, how about twice a year stuff, like some people? Andy, <laughs> poor guy. Once a quarter, poor guy. Heavy use. <laughs> the cork on my uh, big dog starting to look a little bit like bark. Mm-hmm. You know, is that a is that an awful pun or a joke attempt? No, no, that's your that's your old bark. How my old rods look like the cork looks like that's, bark. That's what. Yeah, <laughs> did, did, did I, it totally go over I, your head. The big dog. Uh, it looks like bark. No. Nice. Oh yeah. No. Okay. 
Okay. I thought that when I was looking at my rods the other day, I was like, "Oh shit, I got Todd's rods." I was like, "We must have." So you you have you have reached the experience level of, of your rods. You've leveled up to Todd's rods. They the the cork starts to look white, and it kind of looks like driftwood. It yeah. it's it's yeah, it's no longer like nice to touch anymore. It's mm-hmm. just very coarsely textured. Oh yeah, and like. Rippy. Grippy. It's nice. Petrified wood. It's grippy. It's nice. Easy it's to really tar. for your arm nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That 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 that's starting to happen with my big dog. I mean, I've, but it's you know five years now I've had it. I think so. It's all good. Great rods. Great price for what you're getting. With great customer service. Nice. Check them out. No doubt. Get into the power rankings. I'd say I've been waiting. I've got for like weeks for this. Yeah, I uh, I did a little work, and we have four. We have a submission. Like I said, we're gonna get start getting into those uh, with the season wrapping up, and uh, me being bombard Vance with them. I want him to. Yeah, be true. Send them in. Keep sending them. I have a bunch of inventory here, but uh, we'll get into it. We have. Uh, I don't know, four today, I can't really... Count? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but... <laughs> Coming in at four, <laughs> due to recent events in the studio, Andy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been gesturing hand signals. <laughs> so, uh, mine you is... number one, or you want to be... Okay, you want to be four. I could really yeah. care less at this point. Yeah. Last. <laughs> Whatever. It don't matter. This one, this one is going to happen whether you want it or not. Good. Then, if you're not first, you're last. That's right. Damn right. So, who's going to be number one, Mister Last Place? <laughs> <laughs> I have good company. Anyways, so uh, carrying on with this, I really, really like when fall truly comes. You know, we've been dancing around it for long enough. Mm. And it's coming in true fall fashion. Mm. It's hitting us hard, as uh, Vance and Todd have already talked. The high winds, the spit and rain, it's still fairly warm out there. That 10-day forecast is making me excited, and and for a couple reasons. My river is summer levels. It is terrible for water levels this time of year. I do like the double nickels. That's going to come, and it's going to go. It's not even going to stop there. Oh jeez! It's gonna, it's gonna probably based off of what I can find on the internet. I would say that my water temperatures are in the low 60s right now. It's gonna go right down to mid 40s by the time I can actually fish, and that's gonna probably be within a week. Because they're long range, they're calling for spit and snow here soon. Yeah, that sucks. Um, that's probably not gonna happen <laughs> because long range is never accurate. But we are looking at highs in the low to mid 40s coming in the next four or five days. And when you have that mixed with rain, the water tends to follow. Especially when your CFM is down to, I think, 120 right now. It should be about 1,200. So if it jumps up to 1,200, it's going to have 90% water that is already very chilly. So, yeah, but that's, that's, I need that. I need this fall to, to do my thing and it could be a blowout and I might not get to do my thing. So, I mean, you, you know, as much as you talk about this double nickels, you better get out there and take advantage of it when, when it actually happens. Some years, double nickels might literally be a day or two. Yeah. If you're talking about lengths of fish. Yeah. I'm talking That's about weight. Button. What are That's you talking about? Button. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not so much when you're talking about temps, but... Yeah. Okay, I'll go with your double nickels. I hit my depth finder all these days, and I'm just like, 60, 58. There's still time. You know? It's been falling for you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's, been, it's been relatively cold in that morning. 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I've seen, like, I know when it was really cold, I saw, like, 56 in the morning at one point, but it's warming back up to, like, 60 almost in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I look at that every time, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank God. There's still a really? chance we're going to get some fish here. <laughs> Five kaput. Mm-hmm. Kaput done. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You know, Chautauqua is so strange. I think about it a little bit. Uh, when you're fishing every day? Yeah, but I, I think about, you know, what happens and why these people get so excited for fall fishing. In my opinion, it's one of the most annoying times to fish uh, because of the high wind and, you know, the water splashing and the rain that's, that's going to come in and potential snow and stuff like that. That's really not comfortable weather to fish in um and it always you know you can't tell me that you know on a normal you know 10 mile an hour blow that you know if you're fishing in three footers it's you can be more efficient fishing with you know with boat positioning and your casts and things like that but with three footers to your back or just you know a slight chop on the water um yeah and 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 we're dealing Total different fishery. I mean, I know the fall fishing. Drive. Even I'm more excited to go back down home to these lakes that have shad and you know these bait fish that go up and you know migrate around. And mm-hmm. uh, like when we went to Canada, man, they're looking for the herring runs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not dealing with that. This lake is oh. different. Perch. These fish are eating perch all the time too. You know, that's that's from from ice all year yeah. round. They're eating the same thing. You know. Yeah. There, there's no, we don't have a shad population. We don't have, you know, an alt-wise population of a, you know, man-made lake where they put this stuff in here. This is a natural fishery, and we don't have those natural runs of that stuff. You know, I know it's St. Clair, and now they're catching them up in the, you know, they start catching them up in the rivers because all those bait fish from the Great Lakes, they go up in there and the fish fall them. You know, we don't have that happening here. So it's a total different fishery. I'm not saying you can't catch them. We've done great. Vance has had a banner day on the last day of our season in november but it's not it's not the same as the fall fishing that's why i sort of like to make fun of the fall fishing and the fall fatties because where we're at it really isn't changing if if anything they're just pooping a lot more they're pooping (laughs) you know this time of year but they're still they're still like girthy like they always are you know they're still all chubby chubbed up but you know uh prior to you know that Todd's fifty. Our heaviest fish was in July, or maybe the, the like the last day of June. You know, mm-hmm. you know, re- reaching that upper thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that thing came in June. You know, and got yeah. caught a skinny summer fish. Yeah, the skinny summer fish didn't look like it. Mm-hmm. But that's just what we deal with. You know, it, there. But you know. Buffalo Harbor gets that run of crazy bait fish, yeah. you know, and and those, those, I mean, those fish do get chunkier, no doubt, and, you know, but I I just don't I'm I'm not a big fan of all that wind to fish in, and you well, know. you got to shrink your waters to 150 feet wide, and mm-hmm. constantly snaking through the countryside <laughs> to where the a big wave is six inches. Yeah. In a hundred mile an hour wind, yeah, and it's different too when you take out people. You know, it's not just like me or you go, go and fishing. You know, you have to to do a job here. You know, and uh, you know, get other people on fish and get them casting correctly and stuff like that. That also makes that weather change. You know, is something that they might not be used to so much. So that makes it a little bit, you know, more tough as well. That's really me being, being honest, you know. Makes it really hard when you can't even talk to the guy because it's blowing so hard. Mm-hmm. Can't hear you because we have hoodies up and, yeah. Yeah. But fall is here. It fall is here. Came, fall came today for us, for real. And we, had, we had a little early taste there. That's been like six weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah. That was a great early taste, and then it just got hot again. Yeah. yeah. Changed majorly. Yeah. But I think she's here to stay. It's that time of year. 
I think it's going to... You, you always get that nice November weather and stuff like that. I'm not saying that it's, it's done done, but her spirits definitely broke. And, yeah. uh, but if I might, if I miss my 55 degree window that I love so much, that's okay because this weather's definitely going to help little four hooved brown animals running around everywhere. Yes. Definitely. So my power ranking's going to come in at three and it's going to be, um, a glove you can fish with comfortably. Like you're thinking, like a outfielder, pitcher, catcher, mm-hmm. first baseman. You know, a, a, something that you can still have the dexterity of your, you know, bare hand, uh, and cast with, and fumble around with. You know, your rod and reel, and still, still get it done. Because sometimes, you know, those big gloves will, they get in the way. I, I, I hate fishing with them. I found this like one little fingerless glove which kind of you know warms me up a little bit my fingers still get cold but i can still palm the reel cast you know Mm -hmm. all that stuff during this time of year i have yet to find such a glove um back in the days when i did a lot of bank yanking in the middle of winter i ended up just saying screw it i'm going no glove and i just 30 degrees outside, mm-hmm. hands Took soaking wet, and you just grit your teeth and keep going. Because what's worse, having a cold hand or having a cold, super soaked wet hand with a glove on? Yeah, you got to take the glove off. You can take the glove off, but there is no putting it back on. Yeah, like once it gets saturated, it, it's almost worse. Did than... you bring these bugs in, Vance? No. Okay. There's a hatch. We're going to match the hatch. Okay. Uh, that's a good one, Vance. I mean, if anybody has any good suggestions <coughs> that we could check out, I'd be interested. But I'm, I'm sort of on Andy's side. I've I've seen stuff. I've bought stuff. I've tried stuff. And I usually just say, I just got to get through this. And Mine, Mine's just a little cotton one, you know, and I try my best not to get it all saturated. But the thing is, is like when I'm all bundled up and I'm driving, I feel pretty warm outside of my left hand that's reaching back and has that has it on the tiller, you know. I've I've like turned around and I've been like, "Oh my gosh, my hand I is frozen off right now." Well, that's not good cuz it controls not only your throttle, yeah. but your left and right. And then I've I've like I I've tried to uh open up a um a hand warmer and palm that and also, you know, palm the Mm-hmm. the tiller throttle and i'm like giving a throttle with this hand warmer in between the handle and my hand how'd that work out it worked but the top of my hand was still very freezing <clears throat> but so i just use this little fingerless cotton thing and if it does get wet i have to take it off but it definitely helps me in in the drive and you know if you're casting the entire day you know, I do take a break sometimes and put my hand in my pocket real quick in between a cast and then, you know, try and warm it up real quick, stuff like that. I might have a solution for your tiller hand, but I'm not going to discuss it right now. I'll show you later. <laughs> but you definitely, like, slow down in the fall with your fishing. You know, you can't cast as much. You, uh, you know, you. Uh, I mean, I notice myself, I, I slow it down, you know. May, maybe if I can get, you know three casts in a minute out there jerking maybe it's only down to two you know now something like that because mm-hmm. you know everything slows down it's colder and you know people like to work bait slower in the fall i know that that's a thing and uh you know it all slows down so comfort on the water a little glove a fishing glove that can keep you warm that much longer now okay i got a question for you i don't i know we're going to run this really long Todd, have you ever, or Vance, have you ever worn a rubber glove, a latex or whatever they got now, underneath a glove in order to keep your hand dry? No. Yeah, I tried that. Yes. How'd you fare? I didn't like it. There you go. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) To number two. Go ahead. No, it, it didn't work for me. Yeah. (laughs) 
I feel freezing. like those things will just make you even colder. Well, I guess that, that it was like sweat. Yeah, and it just it that barrier just like makes you even. Yeah, I was colder. I yeah. used to try it when I was hunting. I tried it when I was fishing. Tried it ice fishing is where we give it a real good shot, and that didn't. Yeah, didn't work for me. like a hospital glove or something. Yeah, that's just, what I was yeah, referring. Doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah, didn't work for me. Coming in at two, Todd, take it away. Let me give you another nice, crazy, musky stories. We love these. I love the musky stories. I do too. Vance, Vance sends me a picture today of a, like one of my best friends. And uh, he caught this fish probably like a month ago. And it's posted up all over the computer, all over Facebook. Uh, 56 and three quarter inches. Unbelievable fish. Uh, it was an unbelievable fish. It was a great fish, but this is the kind of stuff that goes on in our musky world every day. Every day on this lake, and I mean throughout the country. Who knows? I mean, just the crazy. He sent it to me. Looked at it. I sent it to my friend. He had already got contacted. Uh, it was not a fifty-six and three-quarter. It was a forty-nine. It got blown up to that. What? <laughs> yeah, it got blown up to that. He ended up calling the guy out and, uh, you know, called the guy, told him, you got to pull that down. This is bogus. You know, this is the kind of stuff that's happened in advance and I, like, weekly. Some fish are still popping up from many, many years ago. Uh, so this is, I mean, Great, great fish. It was a Boschad fish. Uh, great looking 49 and a quarter. Nice picture. But that's where it went to on Facebook. It got blown to 56 and three quarter. Like Lake Record or something. I don't even remember what it said. But uh, yeah. And my friend was not real happy when he saw that. Yeah. So, and, you know, long story short, he. This guy gets a hold of the photo. He posts it up. Says what the inches is. The guy finds out finds out who's holding this fish and calls him and says, "Take it down." Because and he didn't even know where he found this photo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and there was a whole thing with it that just a you know the biggest one out of Chautauqua Lake 55 56 inches he's never seen one like this before this one broke it at 56 and 3 quarters and it was really a great looking 49 and a quarter mm -hmm. and the guy who's writing it knows absolutely nothing about musky fishing he might have a lodge here on the lake but he knows nothing about it also believes and, uh, in bigfoot <laughs> I keep giving the name. Yeah, now lots of people from around here would know who we're talking about. But yeah. you know, that's just bogus. You don't do that stuff. You know, and it happens. How dare you? Yeah. You don't know me. Wild, 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 wild. That'd be nice to get a fifty-six out of Chautauqua. You know who's going to be the one to catch it, right? You. That's right. This guy, Andy. I'll go up there, just being dumb, going around someplace. It'll jump in the boat. <laughs> I just don't think they get that big out there. You just wait. There's a reason I haven't been fishing this year. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I'm, I'm going pro. You're going pro. I'm going pro. He's going pro. He's getting drafted. <laughs> awesome. But that transitions into this number one power ranking, which is a submission from Jim. Uh, and his is no longer caring in a good way. No longer caring what other people say, uh, i.e. Um, the people that complain about the boga. Uh, not caring about how many fish you catch. Not caring about a status on the water. Uh, just reaching the part where... You enjoy going out musky fishing. He Love said, it. Haters can piss off. So is that was that was quoted? Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it too. I hit that like twenty some years ago. I mm -hmm. could care less what people think. 
what people want to say about what we do, how we do it, really don't care. Just out there musky fishing. Now I just happen to take people out musky fishing. And I still really don't care what they think or say. <laughs> now, I got a situation here. What happens, would you care if someone inflated the length of your fish and put it on social media? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and <laughs> all the time. And I, you know, to be honest, I don't care because it wasn't me writing it. Yeah. You know, it, it, I like my, my friend took major offense to that because he was like that. What is that saying about me? Even though his name wasn't mentioned, you know, I was telling him, you know, he, he's already knows the stories that, that Vance and I run into with, you know, my clients, my people. And I, I know I piss off some of my clients sometimes when they find out that because I call them on it. They're like, oh, this guy shows me a picture of this fish. It's 54. It's like, no, it wasn't. It was 42. Uh so he he's he's going to go back and tell his friend that because he this guy just got told by someone else that the fish was X long and I'm like no it wasn't <laughs> yeah that's what I usually say I was like well on the that makes on the, the best. on the boat it's this when you guys leave you guys can turn it into a fishing story I don't care whatever yeah. hmm so I I really don't care if they put it out there because it it happens all the time but I didn't say it. Because when some, if someone asked me about it, and someone would say, "Look at you said this fish was fifty six inches," we're like, "Absolutely, I did not ever say that. I said that fish was forty six inches." Mm. I have no control over what goes on after the fact, you know. And everything, just like Jim, just like Jim said in this thing, people can say what they want. We had some fish absolutely crush raptors. The last couple weeks here, I mean, insane photos. Three trebles down a fish's throat, and the thing is only a thirty-eight. And uh, did not net those fish. If I'd have put them in a the net, they would have been dead fish. There was no way to get at it. You know, the boga saves more lives than it hurts. Don't care what anybody says. I don't care. <laughs> I don't lo- no longer give a shit. Okay, so. I do care, and if you want to oppose this, please, <laughs> we will have you on the show. <laughs> okay, continue. We've been yep. reaching for that for 100 episodes now, and nobody mm-hmm. will come out and, and say no, it. But. No. And it's, it, that, that's just one of the things that he threw out there, you know? It's fine. I'm not going to worry about it. We can talk about it. You can say what you want. You can, I can say what I want. And we do it enough, and... Uh, yeah, you go through your things, you, you go through your times in life, you know, you want to catch a whole bunch and great numbers and you're competing with people and doing this and that and uh, comes back around, you want to catch these big fish, do, do what you want. <laughs> yeah, The trophy hunters hate the guys that catch a lot of fish because they're trophy hunting, guess why? Because they don't catch money fish. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, I'm a trophy hunter. I just like to catch a lot too. After that bomb that Todd dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Okay, we're good. That's empowering. Are we cutting Todd off now? All right. I'm, Vance has so many open bottles around him. When his hands move, I'm just waiting to catch this half uh, bottle of beer, this spittoon, two two bottles of water. One is open, the other is not. I have to uh, stay hydrated. <clears throat> okay, that was the power rankings. Jim, thank you for sending in your submission. And I'm glad we struck a nerve. It's fun to oh, drop a little honesty once in a while. Yeah, dude, that's great. Let's get into the topic. The topic. How you guys been? Normal. Normal? Mm-hmm. Cool. What was well, our topic today? We were just going to do a little catch-up because of all the stressful stuff that I've done, downloading all these shows, switching everything over, hoping this thing works. I keep looking down, adjusting volume, so I apologize to anybody if this thing doesn't seem to be quite correct. But... I'm doing what I can here. So, 
Other than that, you guys enjoyed this warm weather? I like I didn't. It. We can talk about... Um, since we're talking about the fall and whatnot, and... Uh, we talk about relevant things. Yeah, with the, the... The big... Uh, when I first got into muskie fishing, um, I always got told that muskies like it foul foul weather you know like a duck you know like that was a joke rain, rainy and windy and all that stuff that's how how muskies like it um and i got heavy into it i you know i alluded to it earlier uh you know i think it's I mean, they might like it, but they, they don't like to hop in the boat as much as, you know, I catch them on other days when I'm getting crushed with weather. Uh, I certainly have a lot more action on days where I can control things more. Whether it's casting, trolling, boat position, stuff like that, uh, seeing a weed edge, seeing, you know, any type of structure, holding the boat in that position. Uh I think that that has a lot to do with your success rate on those foul weather days is the ability to, you know, be able to fish efficiently in that, in those situations. Sometimes there's just nothing you can't, can do. I mean, you're doing everything you can to, to keep the drift, but if you get, you know, you have 40 mile an hour winds, you're going to drift through that area, you know, running and gunning, you might be drifting at two mile an hour and, you know, that's, that's difficult to cast in. Mm-hmm. You end up going through the motions. Everybody just goes through the motions. But, I mean, you can watch. You know, I, I when, when I'm casting, it starts getting real windy. Even if I'm casting out the back or back corner of the boat, you know, I watch where the bait hits the water, and I watch where I take it out of the water. And you got to look at how much water you covered. And... uh you know, if, you, if you're throwing out the front or the back, anytime it gets real windy, if I'm fishing out of the bow or I'm fishing out of the stern, I tend to move my cast out one of those ways because you're getting blown like that. And if I throw out the way we would normally fish, you can you can watch and you can look. And if you're blown at 1.5 or 1.7 miles an hour, you can look and say, okay, so I'm doing the same rhythm, the same cast that I used to do, but my bait just covered you know, 20 feet because we drifted the whole way to it. Mm -hmm. I'll tend to turn out the front or the back. Now, that, that, that works okay, but when you're bringing it out across the front or the back, if it's trailing back behind the boat, you're not getting the depth you want. You're not getting anything. And, you know, like as Vance said, we we had a nice morning casting, and it got windy to the point where all of a sudden, you know, we, we had four little drifts through an area and we had four fish and the fifth time the wind was just a little bit too hard and guess what we didn't see anything and i was watching the baits they're not getting down there's just nowhere to get down there when you're when you're blowing like that unless you're throwing a piece of rubber out the back mm -hmm. uh jigging it or something you know so that's when we called it i mean there's there's you know the foul weather's sounds great <laughs> That's that's the fun way to do it. That's when the muskies are going crazy, supposedly. But uh, man, you know, when you're trying to troll and that boat's going from three to six, and I have never had very much success in those type of, of days. And obviously, we're fishing out of a small boat. I guess it's different if you're in a great big boat and fishing some big water. But uh, you know, for us, I definitely feel the way Vance does. You got to be able to work the bait. I mean, you got to get to those fish. And uh, the weather can screw there. The yeah. wind, sure. So when it's when it's really windy out like that, you know, I think that's a, a good option is to go with you know some type of a rubber bait or you know if people are trying to burn bucktails in that situation, still maybe something that has some extra weight to it. Probably um, cast with the wind if you're going to throw a spinner bait if it's blowing forty. Yeah, because uh, that, ha <laughs> that happened today. I, the guy turned around, threw a spinner. And uh, that thing just kind of had some, had some hang time there. That's right. Yeah. And then just dropped like 10 inches away from the gunnel. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know, 
Next cast, we'll go. Uh, we'll go on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got. You know, f- and and we do a lot of tucking in. Like a, some people don't understand what we're doing sometimes. Like uh, you know, I've, I I'll have guys out and we do really great one day on some on a weed edge, and the next day we go out and like, well, why don't we go back where we were? Well, you know, you got to play. You got to play that weather. You know, if I'm trying to run north and south on a weed edge and we have a 35-mile-an-hour wind coming out of the west, how am I supposed to try to stay in there? And now we fight it. I fight it on guide trips. I know Vance does, too. I sit there and just am on my remote, my fupa. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) A callback. (laughs) No, no, I'm, I'm on the remote and I'm trying to keep the guys in there. And, you know, I'm on my motor hard. You're trying to keep them in. But, you know, for the most part, even though I know there's a ton of fish there and we caught them yesterday, I end up going through the motions because the cast, the casts aren't going out far. You know, the bait's not working properly. You're trying to bring them through and these guys are fighting the waves. You know, I play, you know, you got to play that wind. Which, which direction coming from? Think of the lake. Which way the, are the weed beds laying? Uh, you know, where where am I going to be a little bit hidden to get out of this stuff? I mean, I do that all the time. Some people just don't understand that. Sometimes you can fish those weeds when it is a big wind and you tuck in a little bit more. Sometimes, you know, I've noticed those weeds kind of act like a tree underwater. They don't stick so, you know, vertical. Mm-hmm. You can That's get, right, you, yes. You can the get... Beetle- you know, so think about that on a on a spot, you know. Be like, well, it's windy as all heck in there but i can run this and you know i think i could work right over top of those weeds because you know they're now being pushed at an angle and i could probably work you know my beta choice over top of them i've done that yeah i have yeah. i've been doing it you know this past couple this past week here i've been tucked up in way tight I got a story that is going to sound extremely terrible compared to the advice you guys have just given. You're talking about the foul weather. Early in my muskie fishing career, I had the same advice that the muskies like the foul weather. Mm -hmm. So on this local lake, I said, I know it's going to get stormy. It's going to get bad. I'm going to go catch a muskie. I was going to do this. Mm -hmm. Launch the boat. I don't get 20 minutes into it. It starts to rain. And I'm tough. You're going to do it. It was like Forrest Gump monsoon. (laughs) And I continued to fish like I knew what I was doing. (laughs) And there's a highway running by this road, by this lake. And here I am fishing. And I'm sure all those people are like, what is that guy out there doing? (laughs) It's like one of those ones cars slow down Mm -hmm. and pull off the side of the road, (laughs) pouring down rain. (laughs) The four ways are on. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just kept going because that's what the muskies like. The foul weather. And apparently... They didn't like it that day because <laughs> no, nothing you, happened. You, you didn't they usually don't. So usually don't. You learn that as you go. I mean, it, it, they just usually don't. I get I get calls up here sometimes at the lake where guys are like, "Man, boy, but you know, it would suck to be out there today." And I'm like, "What? I can't hear you." Mm-hmm. Because I'm out here, and they're like, "You're out there today?" <laughs> yeah, I got. We got a charter. We're getting her done. <laughs> It's like, no way, there's no one on the lake. I was like, yeah, come on over here and check out and do it, Bill Bay. There we are. <laughs> yeah. You got to do it. Uh, it's it never, I, you know, there, there, there comes a point that it gets a little crazy. Well, really hard done. You, you really have to, you'll come to a point, and everyone will realize it at a different time. Is a muskie worth what you're going to put yourself through? Yeah. And that rainstorm I talked about was not worth it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And I came to the point a long time ago. It was like sometimes I've been doing stuff, hunting, fishing. It's like, you know what? I'm really not having fun right now. It's mm-hmm. time to go. <laughs> yeah. But I had to prove that I was a man. Oh, yeah. To, to, I don't know who. I was all alone in the boat. There's people passing by. They, they might have not been able to see you, how heavy the rain <laughs> was. They probably had their blinkers on. and Yes. 
<laughs> but you know, I turn the bilge on every once in a while just because you know I you had a bilge. To, yeah, the little fourteen footer had a bilge. Nice. I kept it going nice. I keep my stuff nice. Mm-hmm. So, but I was out there and I was gritting my teeth. I'm like, this is what they need. So I was trying to force feed them some Kool Aid and it didn't work. Yeah. Muskies like foul weather. I think that gets lost in seeing all the articles and stuff of the bigger fish and some of the, you know, whatever, tr- trophy waters, you know. They, they're they getting the, the fatter fish that time. And, you know, one picture can sell a lot of ideas and, and whatnot. And then you got, you know, Andy Gohard out there, miserable, putting himself through all that <laughs> I was that proving stuff. a point. <laughs> And I had a I had a grin on my face. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those you know you, like you had the brim of your hat, and you just kind of put it down because you had to shed the water quicker. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe I was wearing rain gear because <laughs> that slows you down. <laughs> <laughs> that slows you down. It does. Being all bundled up, it slows you down. Especially you know, I don't know about you guys. I don't like tight fitting rain gear. And no. because I want to be able to move because you have all your regular clothes underneath. Well, that messes with the butt grip, depending on how you it know, does. And, that, ex- no, ex- that that cloth gets in the way of you know your your cadence of your jerks or whatever you're mm-hmm. doing out there. It, there's no doubt that stuff gets in the way. And most definitely, I, I don't. I I hate my power handle in that foul weather when I got like jackets on under my rain gear always feel like I'm like extending my hand out because that power handle makes that bigger sweep. Yep, on your reel. Yeah, and it's hitting your clothes. It's hitting everything. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's, uh, it drives me crazy. I usually grab one of my other reels. And something else that happens is, and it's not the manufacturer of the article of clothing's fault, they seem to put a pocket or some kind of a flap in the worst possible spot that it's not going to catch every time, but if but it catches right. three times... Are people using all these pockets that come on these rain gear suits? I mean, you I have mean, to. There are so many pockets on these things. I've never used outside of like the normal pocket. Oh, okay. Because, left and right. Well, what I normally have in my rain gear at all time, I have waterproof matches. <laughs> I have a laminated map, a compass, <laughs> uh, safety flares, yeah. inflatable yeah. life vest, um... X-ray vision goggles. That's a nec- another thing, you Spy know. Spy camera. Some places you have to wear a life jacket on top of all this stuff, you know, yeah. at, at a certain time of year. Some of those pockets just fill up with water while you're fishing. Yeah, yeah. or it's another... Well, that's where my canteen goes. ...area for, yeah. for water to get in, you know, because it's another yeah. stitch seal. Yeah. It's another seam, yeah. And there are times that I'm looking for something because I know my phone is in one of these pockets, yeah. and... I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Insides, outsides. So you pretty another, much just take a knife to it later. Another yeah. <laughs> Take it home, cut it apart. Oh, there it is. I found it. I can feel it. I don't know how to get at it. Another uh, thing with, with foul weather and, and fall musky fishing uh, is if you're, uh, you know, like a, if you troll a lot. Um, like internet or boat? Boat. Okay. If you're trolling a lot, and, and a lot of people that are serious into trolling are, are running uh, inline boards or those that big mass system, they mm-hmm. they don't hold, they don't do well in those giant waves. I can point you in a direction of boards not to get. Yeah, <laughs> like I would imagine, you know, with you know the the serious trollers out on something like Lake Saint Clair, uh, you know, when they get those storms where. Some people stay out, some people don't. They have to have a uh, a tough time running that big mast in that in those giant waves. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, but you pretty much have to say, "I'm going to power through this and beat the crap out of my equipment." Yeah, because the, those big mast systems, for those you know, we've talked about this enough. Haven't looked it up. There's a lot of stress, a lot of strain on on things to have these boards pull tight enough to be efficient for you know walleye, but put it put it to musky, it has to pull even harder, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not easy on 
you know, depending on what system you have, the drags on those big reels uh, that hold the planer boards, the you know, the lines. I've had lines snap. Mm-hmm. I've never had a a mast come loose because I really enjoy having my original teeth that I was born with. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. So I go extra heavy duty on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And but some people don't. I see what some people do. They'll have a a mast eight foot off the bow of the boat being held down with some lag screws on a you know three inch by four inch plate i'm like i don't know if i'd trust that particle board that much yeah yes with I've, I've always like you i mean i i like to take that i i don't even like it riding up there i just don't want that thing coming beheading someone in my boat mm. <laughs> oh my gosh i could just see it like coming loose and it doesn't matter it doesn't have to knock your teeth out but if that aluminum comes and smacks you upside the head at at what you think it's preloaded at, it, yeah, it's good. It, it'd kill you. Here's the it's thing. Could kill you, yeah. You can you can run, uh, you know, a small boat on big water. Our boats are small boats on big water. And I'm a teacup. Twenty-one foot boat is a small is considered a small vessel on. Yes on big water let's say let me just use saint saint Clair since you know everyone knows. knows about that saint Clair will also have large charter boats something that you could see out on lake erie that are running that giant mass system mm-hmm. now you can do that on a smaller vessel mm-hmm. but i think that just because you have a bigger boat doesn't mean you can run that that mass system just like the, I feel like the, if the little boats can't run the mass system, I think the big boats would also have difficulty running the mass system. I, I in think in I, the in the bad weather. I think under most, if we're going to speak in general terms, I would say you're absolutely correct because if that boat board's still going to the be board there. doesn't know what it's getting pulled by. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not like I say hey, we're up to a you know thirty two footer today. Mm-hmm. Better put on pull. your A game. Yeah, maybe they maybe they're pulling giant boards, but I mean, I know a lot of times when we were up there, guys with the big boats are you know doing their fishing. When I've been to St. Clair, and you know, sometimes they 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 got to pull them in. There comes a time mm-hmm. you got to pull the boards in. Yeah, and it all comes down to that foul. It's because of foul weather, mm. big waves, big wind, right? I mean, big fish, baby. <laughs> Yeah, big fish. I mean, that, that we, talk about, we talk about wind all the time. I mean, wind is the wind is the killer. You know, you can fish in the rain if it's pouring down rain or snowing. Who cares? I can attest but to that. Wind is that wind is the one that can really change your day. Yeah, where on? What's our goal here? Yeah, you know, That's look at the way the lake lays. Look where you're going to go. Attempt this. <laughs> you know. And when you're on those big open bodies of water, St. Clair, Erie, whatever, you know, there is nowhere to hide. That's why I've said before, it's nice to be on a lake where you can hide somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Canadian Shield lakes that we like to go to, you know, I can go up there and I can still fish. Might not be where I want to fish, but no matter how windy it is, I can still fish. Mm-hmm. You get plopped out on, and Chautauqua is sort of that way. It's not a big lake by any means, but the way it lays, sometimes it's not like we have big bays and coves. Sometimes it's really hard to think of a place you can get to to get out of the wind when the wind's blowing like the direction it was today. Yeah, honestly, there's like one or two places where you <laughs> can be a- like, it's just, it's just going to be crushing in there right now. Otherwise, it is blowing the whole way up that lake, both sides. Yeah. You can touch one side a little bit and be all right, <laughs> but... Yeah, so it's it's neat to have places to fish where you got the big, all the fingers and stuff. There's always somewhere to go there. That's what I love about going to those Canadian lakes that we go to. Is yeah, I can keep fishing. Fall fishing slows down for me in a lot mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, I mean, some you know sometimes you, you of course have a bang up day in the fall, but. If it's yeah. a true fall day with the weather and the wind, everything slows down from the cast to the boat positioning to 
the fish biting that day, at least for me. Yeah, from from getting to your spot, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, get there, trying to get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everything definitely slows down. And you just have to take that an- that that attitude that Andy had on that rainy day and just say, you know what, I'm going to do this. Get I'm it in done. It. I'm in it. Be committed. Well, let's uh, let's try to see if this thing loads up. Yeah. All right. I'd like to thank Fat Easy Musky Products, FatEasyMusky.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, MCFishingGuides.com, Boss Shad. Check them out on Facebook. Like Boss Shad's page. Also. Love, become friends with Paul Frustario. He'll take orders through Facebook or through Boss Shad, the number one, Boss Shad one at the Gmail. Gmail. Gmail.com. St. Croix Rods, best on earth. And if you're out there, going to go fishing, be safe. We talked about the foul weather for probably a half hour. So uh, good luck fishing. Stay safe.